Hello and welcome to the 166th episode of the Mouse Life Podcast. Tonight we've got a small crew. It's just Sam, Shelby, and I, Jeff, and we'll be talking about the effects COVID has had on the Disney parks and what are those things we would kind of like to see stick around in the future. But first, we've got a little bit of news about Disneyland. Uh, Sam, you want to go ahead? Um, yeah. So, due to the new um, state restrictions for COVID, downtown Disney restaurants will be closing for in-person dining. And, and so, no food and drink will be allowed to be consumed on Disney property um, at Disneyland in California. And that also, they delayed the reopening of Disney's California, the Grand Californian Hotel, the DVC property part of it. So, when was that supposed to, to open? They had today, set a date? Sunday oh. the 6th. Yep. So today was actually supposed to be the reopening, but because their COVID surges. And much of California to. has gone under the under lockdown yeah, I, now, isn't it? I saw something, yeah, I saw something in a salon and spa group I'm in that the salons closed back down out there, but I haven't had time to really look too much into it. But they're doing stuff county by county? Yeah, they're like kind of like zoned, I guess. Each county is zoned into its own space or with like several other neighboring counties and... As far as I can understand, they do things way different in California. Yeah. Regions. Yeah, they have regions. But Disney World, downtown Disney, is still, I heard it was at capacity yesterday. Yeah. Disney Springs, yeah. Disney Springs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's not downtown Disney. We're the, sorry, the Disneyland. I don't think the parks were. No. This is, um, it says, uh, DWInfo is reporting that, uh, um, two merchandise shops inside of Epcot's France Pavilion will um, soon reopen. Yes. So. Yes, they're going to open. And then, um, oh, I just saw a quick service, too, is opening in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, snack location. Um, Epic Eats. That's the it. funnel cake is next yep. to uh, Indiana Eats. Jones. Yep. So. But they're not going to open until January, the um, shops in France. Okay. I didn't know if it was. It's not immediate. Well, shoot. Um, well, oh, and they also. Yeah. They also. Um, Disney finally confirmed that the creepy clown pool at the boardwalk was going to be no more. They're doing um, a different theme on the pool slide. They're taking the creepy nice. clown. They're not just repainting them, making them creepier. Um. The Disney Tourist blog is reporting that there it's going to be Mickey Mouse. Oh, that'll oh. be nice. Maybe yeah, they'll make him like carnivaly. I wonder if he's still slide out of his mouth. <laughs> That'd be excellent. <laughs> that would be oh excellent. wow! Like Mickey Mouse is puking you out. Yeah. Oh, that'd be the um, Also, one one interesting um, piece of information I just read was Walt Disney World is testing out a new shop in-store feature which allows guests to make purchases on their smartphone via the My Disney Experience app also known as Merchandise Mobile Checkout. This will allow you to purchase items in-store without waiting in line at select retail locations around Walt Disney World. Merchandise 
Spice Mobile checkout is just has begun to roll out around the resort. Right now, it's only available in a couple locations, Mouse Gear and Epcot and everything pop, shopping and dining at Disney's Pop Century Resort. It says this is how it will work. Yeah, um, grab a designated works. mobile checkout shopping bag in the store. Scan the items in My Disney Experience you want to buy and then add to your bag. Tap checkout when finished shopping and ready to pay for the items. Show your QR code to a cast member upon exiting the store and you're all set. So that doesn't mean they're going to like see the receipt, see what you bought so they can check your items. Or is it just going to be like, oh, here's my code. Have a good day. I, was I think they're, they're going to check every item. I assume they're going to check every item. That's shoplifting bonanza right there. Per yeah, day. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. They do that at Dick's Sporting Goods. And uh, when we went in the other day. system like that? Yeah, oh yeah. When we went in the other day, the manager went they, we had a you know, you have to wait in a line to go into the store. And while oh. we were waiting in line, he came out and he was like, Just so you know, you don't have to go to the checkout if you don't want to. You can just download this app and, you know, scan the item and then pay for it on the app and then you're all set. And I'm like, That's not right. Like I just <laughs> like I mean, they're checking it, but still, like, I don't know. Did you try it? No, we checked out normally. I'm paranoid about that stuff. Like, I'm always, (laughs) even my kids, like, every time they pick up something, I'm like, don't put it here. Because they have, they always wear hoodies. Yeah. And they always have their hands in the front of their hoodies. Yeah. And I'm like, do not put your hands in the hoodie. Yeah, like, we can't do that. (laughs) Especially when they pick up something, I'm like, keep your hands out. There's, and in there, yeah. the way some of the Amazon stores work, there's no checkout. Like I was going to say, there's little, like the Amazon grocery. Yeah. Yeah. You just you grab your grab stuff a cart. and uh-huh. off you go. Yeah. It's super weird. You like put stuff in your cart and it automatically rings it up. It knows. And then if you take it out, it automatically takes it out. And then you push a button and you scan the QR code from the cart, I think, into your Amazon app. And then it allows you to check out via your Amazon app. I'm like, this is too, that's too much. Like I think about my mom, who's like the most technology challenged person there ever was trying, like if grocery stores were trying to do this, I mean, self checkout at the grocery store about <laughs> so put your food kitchen. <laughs> well, like, no, I've I would say our need grocery to have stores an age are limit like, on self checkout. Yeah. Are like 50 50, like 50% regular registers and 50% self checkout. And they definitely increased the amount of self checkout in COVID hit. But I'm like, instead of, you know, one person touching all the buttons, now it's, you know, hundreds of people touching all the buttons. Yep. Yeah. Which makes zero sense, but whatever. I'm curious to see how that works. So it's, but Mouse Gear, that's a big one. That's a big store. Yeah. Yeah, but it's super small right now because they're remodeling. Oh yeah. But like super tiny. Like when we went in there in July, it's like a it's probably fourth of the size and all it's just like white walls. There it's not like mouse gears as you guys know it. It's literally like a room with white walls with merchandise in it. Oh. Yeah. Good. I was like super depressed when so So where do you go in Epcot to get all your stuff? Well, I mean, it has the majority of the stuff still in there, but it's not, like, as extensive as it once was. I'm hoping they'll reopen Mouse Gears remodeled sooner than later. I was super sad on our trip a couple weeks ago. We didn't even go into the Emporium. Trying to go shopping with five kids is, like, a nightmare. So, like, we, like, 
avoided all gift shops until the last night because we can't <laughs> just peruse because it's well i want this i want that i want this i want that you oh know there's five of them and three adults so there was like no no control to be had over the children oh gee they yeah. outnumbered you you never want to be outnumbered yeah no. no we'll we'll never do that again for sure oh man but well um, you think that's a COVID a, change the whole no you think that was brought on by the by the, the the covid stuff having people not wait in line just as a not get people crowded together and reduce contact with employees thing yeah yeah i mean there's a good lead into what we we're talking about that'll probably stick around i think that they have you know but that's the thing is part of going to disney is interacting with the cast members mm-hmm it's part of what makes the magic of, of Disney, at least I, me. I think until they start seeing them, seeing maybe taking a hit, then they'll be like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. You know what I mean? Like when they start being like, people are walking out with stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the shrink gets to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'll last last because I think it's going to, especially during the busy seasons. Oh, that'll yeah, be a pain. Sounds like it's a test. But I mean, you can't even get into everything and pop. I can't tell you how annoying it is that they walk the doors from the outside to the food court. So you can't get in from the outside. You have to go all the way in, in through the lobby, into the gift shop. And it's like, okay, one night we needed plates for pizza that we ordered. So I was like, I need to go in and get some plates, like extra plates. And she's like, well, do you have an order? And I was like, no, I already picked up my order. I just need plate. And she's like, okay, wait here. So she like makes me wait in the gift shop and goes all the way to the kitchen to come back to bring me plates instead of letting me go walk, you know, 200 feet ahead of me and just ask for plates. Okay, now she's touched your plates. And now, yeah, now she's touched my plate. Her ungloved hands touched our plates. Or like, same with if you need a drink, like, oh, you have to tell the person that the that's guarding the walkway like hey i i just want to go get refill my mug they're not really refilling your mug they're just looking at your mug and then giving you a paper cup full of whatever you want to drink but i'm like it's like lockdown in there really? that's something with covid that i am not that i would be okay with them not keeping so what's the point around. of that how is that helping so they don't it's to keep the amount of people in the food court down okay I'm guessing because, you know, they have some signs up to say like this table is not, you know, available due to COVID-19 restrictions and it's mostly the booths. But if you, unless you have a mobile order that you're picking up, you can't go sit down in, in the food court. Like if you just want to, I mean, I guess technically if you're in there grabbing a soda and you decide to sit down at a table, I don't think they're going to stop you, <laughs> but it's to stop to stopping the encouragement of people you're trying to cut down the head count in there right yeah well, see, i, I miss that they used to do that at pecos all the time in the magic kingdom where they you weren't allowed to go get a table until you had your food and then they were like okay now you can go get a table and then they oh, yeah. stopped Columbia, like a couple Columbia years Hubbard ago House was like that too yeah, and then well, they yeah, stop, and then air people go in and just so sit people down. People are just going to go in and sit yeah. down yeah. and take up tables. Right. But yeah, it's the same way in the in the parks in um, Pecos and well, Columbia Harbor House isn't open right now, but like Pecos Bills, you can't get in. It's you know unless 
unless you have a mobile. Uh, you have to physically show them that your order is ready for pickup and order for them. So it's like you have five kids with you that you need to get seated so you can go get your food because it takes three adults to carry all eight meals to the table. Uh, it's a whole hot mess. That's one thing about COVID that I won't miss is mobile ordering in general like i just i'm the type of person that i just want to walk up to the podium and order my food and if they have plexiglass up what's the big deal i don't understand that's one thing about covid that can go but i have a very controversial thing with covid new covid policies that i would be okay with if they kept with and that is character meals with the characters being seen and not heard at your table i would be okay if characters just you know, we're around kind of like casually interacting with people versus like coming and interrupting you while you're eating. Is that what they're doing now? Are they having character meals, but the characters are sort of more standoffish? Is that the deal now? So they're, so like Garden Grill, they're seeing, they're sitting in, they're sitting people in like the inner circle and then like Mickey and Pluto and Chip and Dale are walking on like the outside mm. of the circle and like grab. Oh, I hear a kitty. Oh, that's Alice. Alice. It's that's Alice. Alice. This is awesome. Hey, Alice. Uh, she wants her butt scratch. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Who doesn't every now and then? Okay. You know? We're good now. Awesome. Um, they like wave and, you know, that kind of stuff. And same with Cinderella. So Cinderella's Royal Table is not, they say that there's no characters, right? Mm-hmm. But I had a client who just ate there and she said while they were eating, they were getting ready to leave and the server was like oh you want to stay for just a few more minutes and like once an hour Cinderella and the Carrie Godmother walk through and like wave and say hello and they just they don't stop they don't take pictures they just kind of walk through the restaurant like the outer belt of the restaurant but it's not it's not advertised as a character meal right now that's nice Um, though yeah and then Hollywood and Vine the characters are like out they kind of like walk through in the middle and they do like a little dance and they wave and so they stay six feet from people but i would be okay like maybe a little bit more interaction than that but i would be okay if they don't like come and like strike up a conversation when we're trying to get the kids to eat i guess maybe that's the point of character meals not being a bomb (laughs) i'm being a not eating grant (laughs) yeah i've all been there eat your food Eat your food. I, 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 uh, oh, yeah. Only with the one. The other one eats like a horse. <laughs> he shovels it in. I have three, actually, because I, well, I thought about it. Um, I'm trying to think because I didn't write them down. Um, okay, so I like, even though it's probably it's longer, I like that they don't pack the buses. I like sardines. That's nice. Are they doing like every other seat? You're you got you have assigned seats kind of. You're like assigned section and then they have yeah. like the plexiglass up too. So you're always with your family unit okay. and stuff. And that's fine. Um That would be nice. Yeah, I liked it. No, yeah, no, it was standing over you and you're like, Hey, how you doing? You're always in um, the option. I wish right? though that you could stand in your own section because there are sometimes like I can't sit down if that makes sense like after a long day at the parks if I sit down I'm in trouble like I'm like I need to stand until I get to the resort because you sit up you stand up and you're like oh my god everything hurts and I'm dying 
all the lactic yeah. acid sits lo- just long enough to your body to realize that you've you know been at war all day everything hurts and you're dying but i like that everybody gets a seat because i'm the opposite because i have scoliosis so like i can only stand for so long and then my back starts screaming so like i like oh everybody gets a seat like all right but you should have that option too if you're in your little section that you can stand and hold the bar or strap um what else oh the 60 day dining i mean it's to me it's kind of the same as 180 based day dining like reservations to make your dining reservations that window doesn't bother me as much i mean because then like 180 you're like even with my personal ones i'm always you know second guessing and that is a long way out it's a long way out and it doesn't bother me that it's 60 and i hope that it stays 60 that might not be a bad thing either i hadn't thought about that but that's kind of disneyland is 60 and i feel like it's fine yeah, sixty for dining, thirty for fast passes, and done. Like there you go. Yeah. All right. I almost feel like I would be okay with the dining plan not coming back because it saves us money, but it's stressful to eat all that food. Oh, that yeah. <laughs> like it's not so much like I because I, like I know a lot of money, people that have it done. Yeah, like they have like but they it's like, like paid. it's like by day three you're like holy crap. If I have to eat another buffet or another sit-down dinner, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, I've, never, I've never had that problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can I'd actually... eat buffets every time. I'd be happy. Yeah. i just go and eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe that's just me. I mean, Cam probably doesn't feel that way, but I'm just like, dang. I never go through – we never go through all of our snacks. We always come through home with, like, 15 bags of licorice. <laughs> Which makes Cam extremely happy because he loves candy. But I'm like, I'm so glad I paid all of this money for us to have snacks. Yeah. One dollar bag of licorice that we just paid five dollars a bag for. I'm trying to and oh, something I would be okay with staying is everybody being six feet apart in the line. (laughs) Like you don't need to smell your armpits. Right. I mean, have really, your kid kicking me. And, right. If yeah. we bring back Ohana and we bring back Fast Pass, this is really the ultimate Disney experience for me, you guys. Like, I'm okay with all of it. That's what my question was, is not having been there, how's it work without the Fast Passes? Is that something you wish they had back again? Okay, so I'm kind of a biased thing because I have claustrophobia and anxiety, so I get the DAS and use it when I need it. But I don't use it all the time. So I wish that it was an option, but I wish it would go back to Disneyland's version where you have to go and get a return time or a max pass time on your phone versus our, like pre-scheduling it 60 days in advance. Does it make it easier to go around without having... Because that's... You're talking about getting stressed out by the dining plan. I get stressed out by the fast pass because you make well, them, I and just... then you feel like, well, the next one's all on the other end of the park. You want to make sure you get over there, so you walk past stuff that you might not have that you might have done otherwise. I almost feel like not making them. I would have a better time. Right. So I mean, right now everything's like an hour wait because they're not filling everything to capacity. Things are getting busier, so people are complaining about the fact that they're having to stand in line, old school style, and then like how we always did it when it was paper fast passes was we would just take a land so we'd start in fantasy land and we'd go get a fast pass to whatever the most wanted ride was in fantasy land and by the time we got done riding other stuff it was time for the fast pass and then we would pick the next land that we wanted to go to it was easier to do that when they had to pay for once so then we'd go to you know big thunder and if it was if it was 10 30 in the morning and the 
turn time was 1230 that we would, you know, write a few things around that area and eat lunch and go write it. Well, it seems to be like I've nailed Epcot the last few times we've been there and done fast passes. I mean, it's, I managed to make fast passes at times and in an order that worked perfectly for us. So it was totally stress-free. We just walked around, did what we wanted. We were where we needed to be when we needed to be there. But I've never been able to go to Magic Kingdom. It's always been a mess there. What I do for my clients is I, they have a sheet they fill out. So they like highlight, you get to pick one, you get, you know, what are your three or four top rides or whatever. And then if they say, well, just say, for example, they say Pirates, Splash, and Peter Pan, then what I'll do is I'll literally start them out at Pirates at 10 a.m. They have time to get into the park, do a few things on that side, and then Splash at noon from noon to Peter Pan from 3 to 4. So they're not walking from... Yeah, from one to the other. You know, and that's kind of the easiest way to do it. And then I tell them, you're going to want to start over in Adventureland because you're fast. And that's always my intent when I set them up, but it never seems to work out that way. (laughs) Either I can't get the ones I want in the right order or we got somewhere to go. I don't know. Well, Jeff, that's why you have us. Yeah. (laughs) We always try and cram too much in. I know. We and try to I be think, everywhere. I think that's a nice thing that about the two COVID trips I've taken to Disney is that it really is a much slower paced because, you know, there are no, okay, well, we have to be done with everything before the fireworks, you know, before we have to go find a spot for fireworks. And, you know, we have to be here for the parade at, you know, one o'clock. So, so there was more time to do things because we weren't worried about doing other things. Yeah, that makes I mean, sense. I, I miss the fireworks and the parades tremendously. But, you know, and, you know, Epcot opening at 11 or noon is really, like, my ideal schedule in life. So, I'm okay with that. We but- did. Last time we had the most fun in Magic Kingdom was a few years ago we went, and we, on purpose, decided to do all the things that nobody wants to wait in line to do. Like, the, that, like we did, like, the, the things that you always bypass to go on the mountains. We did uh-huh. the riverboat. We did Tom Sawyer Island, uh, uh, you know, uh, Carousel of Progress, Hall of Presidents, the uh, 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 Tiki Room. Tiki Room. Yeah, we did country all bear. the stuff. Yeah, Country <laughs> Bear. We did all the stuff that you like walk past to get to the mountains. And we, we concentrated and we had the best time. Hardly ever waited for anything. See, that would be something. But that was the time when we had the after hours thing for later oh, on. We did yeah. all that during the day. And then when yeah. everybody left after hours, or it was a Halloween party or something, because we just. We just went on all the stuff that generally has a line during that special event thing. And so we got to do everything. But that day, and I told the, we all said, like, even if we didn't get to do that at night, we had like a spectacular day. Because we just yeah. sort of, we didn't have anywhere to be. We just sort of moseyed between everything. It was, it was a lot of fun. But the last few trips we've had, we haven't been there for, it's been like long weekend. So you feel like you got to cram so much in. Right. I haven't been there for like, five or six days in a long time. And that, that changes a lot when you know you don't have to go home the day after tomorrow, literally. I was right. going to tell you that I took the kids on Carousel Progress this time. Like, I made all five of them go, even though all yeah. five of them were like, uh, what is this? <laughs> you know? I was like, come on, guys. We're going to – we went over. We rode Buzz Lightyear. And then I was like, come on. We're going to go ride the Carousel Progress. And they're like, well, what is it? And I was like, it's a stage show. Like, we're going to sit and watch scenes from different times of, you know, 
communication or whatever. I said, you guys are not at school, so this is your homeschooling lesson for the day. <laughs> so we went over there, and you know, they're all like, Ugh. And it's so funny. I was over at Megan. I've been over at Megan's twice in the last two weeks. And both times, the kids are like obsessed with carousel progress like they see really? there's a great big beautiful tomorrow like they like want to sing it and i'm like so cute like they That's love awesome. it and megan's like they're totally yours like whatever <laughs> like i don't know how your dna like absorbed into the children but they just they love it and i love that they love it like because yeah. it's just you know it's oh, great but they're they're already lobbying to go back and I'm like guys it's gonna be a minute like you guys did not appreciate it as much as you have in the past so we're gonna we're gonna give you some time to miss it a little bit yeah. before you know and we're gonna give time you know for Ratatouille to open and Guardians of the Galaxy all these new things open but yeah I thought you guys would love that that they just they keep singing Carousel yes. Progress spectacular it like blew their mind that there was like different versions of carousel of progress so we'd talk about that but we were i wanted the kids to see the country bear jamboree when we were there but it was not running oh no um i was actually really surprised because the country bears i don't think the country bears were up on the roof of their attraction like or their balcony and they were greeting people from you know up there like waving and stuff, but I was like, you'd think that the attraction would have been running, but it wasn't. And for whatever reason, we didn't go on the tiki thing. And then Tom Sawyer's tree or Swiss Robertson Treehouse, which is Hunter's favorite thing in Magic Kingdom, believe it or not. Really? Yes, this That's kid, awesome. Jeff. I think Hunter would be your best friend. That's the best. Like this kid is like so peculiar. Like he just really <laughs> likes different stuff oh that is so cool yeah but he loved have you shown him the movie and we have not watched the movie it's inappropriate for his age you think no how old is he he's eight. Oh god no no No, not at all they showed in our elementary my kids were like six and four when they watched it the first time oh yeah so it is okay oh yeah oh okay well i asked if it was age appropriate you guys said no i thought you said inappropriate you said inappropriate I thought yeah, it was no, appropriate. Good. Well, I'll have to watch it with him. Um, he just loves, like, the engineering of things. Like, I would have loved to do, like, an armchair Im- imagineering episode with Hunter because he would just probably that's, say the funniest things. That's John. Uh, John's like that, too. John always yeah, he, how everything worked. He reminds me a lot of John, honestly. Yeah. Like, the stories that you've told us. But, yeah, yeah so they're obsessed. Oh, that's awesome. But, yeah, so... I mean, I miss all the little things being open. Um, I also wanted the kids to play the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, and it's not, they're not doing that right now either. So, yeah, it's a lot of touching. A lot of touching things, I guess. I think the next time I take the kids, I want to do like the behind the seeds tour with them if they're old enough. Like, I'd like to do, and Hunter, I'm when he gets old enough, I want to take him by himself and do Keys to the Kingdom because he is so into how things work just getting into the utilidors he would go nuts right so i think he would just be really intrigued by all that but you have to do what 16 yeah yes to do that he went with john turk 16 yeah so it'll be a while we got eight years before we can take them but oh that's so cool i think that for the most part even though they're strange because they're just not the way things have been done in the past a lot of it's kind of positive changes 
I like too how on the app now, on the My Disney Experience app, you can check in for some table service. Yes. Restaurants, they need to do that for all of them. That would be great. So they need so to you go could, up to the podium. So you can do that. You know what was really weird when we checked in though was when we were there in July they weren't checking temperatures at the resort hotels, but they checked all of our temperature when we went into beaches and cream. And I was like, when, when did you guys start doing this? Cause we were here in July and she was like, here at beaches and cream. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, and no one checked your temperature. And I was like, no. And she was like, Oh, well, they were supposed to be. And I was like, Oh, so is that all the restaurants? They do that. All the resort restaurants. They're supposed to check your temperature. Why the resort restaurants and not otherwise? Or because do they, they check it going into the theme? Cause park? they check it going into the theme park. But okay. when I have this like vision in my head of being all dressed up to go into Victoria and Albert hey. and they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, excuse mm-hmm. me, ma'am. I need to take your temperature. <laughs> where you can enter the building. What? That's still closed, isn't it? Yes, I believe that they are closed. Yep. You think that they would reopen that, though? Because that's such a money, that's such a large investment. I feel like that would, you know, you think that in Ohio It's not a crowded be... place, you know? No. Victoria and Albert. So sort of the point is that it's sort of spread out anyway, but it's also it may be a lot of service, close service yeah. focused. To... I'm still shocked that they haven't reopened Ohana. Yeah. I'm shocked. Like, if they can, I think that it would be just fine if they asked people what proteins they wanted, what meats they wanted, and they just served them to each person. Well, family, family style. Well, family style is not a bit, because that's all how it is anyway, family style. Right. Much, the right? only thing that, the only thing they bring to the table or walk around with is the meat skewers. Meat stuff, yeah. And they could easily just ask people, like, what proteins do you want and we'll just bring them to you family style yeah my answer is always all of the steak just bringing it all (laughs) you know usually by the time i get to the protein part of it i'm like i'm so full of noodles i can't move but noodles Noodles and chicken wings and pop stickers and can't move i could do without the salad and the bread but just put one of those bowls in front of me and i'm happy the bread's my weakness i eat so much oh i love that salad dressing too and the bread and the noodles and the dumplings no the dumplings oh oh i don't need the vegetables i'm good vegetables don't need to be there you can get vegetables at home yeah exactly yeah but i'm here for vegetables i'm here for a lapu lapu and some meat (laughs) <laughs> Whatever sauce they put on the broccoli is really good. Like the vegetables, really good yeah. on the broccoli. I don't Lapa, know if it's Lapa, because the pineapple. Polynesian is technically closed because of renovation, and it's just the DVC portion. Oh, still on the. I wonder if they're going to remodel it. Let it out. They're going to remodel the whole ceremonial house. So I wonder if it's because of that. Maybe. They have to have everything torn up, and it's not like they could be working there. And but Kona Cafe is open. Oh, well then, yeah. They're both open to the understand. same understand. Yeah. And you can get your bread pudding at the Kona Cafe. Yeah. I, and the, the bar's closed. That was our favorite thing to do was go and order. You can actually order... From the menu. The, the menu, the Ohana menu at the bar. You can tell them, you know, I want to order of the sticky wings and the noodles, and they'll. it's like five bucks a piece. So it's not even that expensive. That's cool. 
I mean, it's not enough to share. It's like enough for one person. But I wouldn't share my noodles anyway. Get your own damn noodles. Yeah, get your own damn noodles. They they do have the pot stickers at Kona too at dinner. I wonder if you just asked them like, how many of the Ohana items do you have on your menu, or can just you give make? me all of them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, on a, on the one thing I regret not doing when we stayed there was getting the Ohana dinner. We we went to Ohana and ate dinner. But you can order it and have it brought oh, to like, the, the room. Pool. That's a lot of room. food. Right. Well, you what didn't is know this? about that? No. If you stay at the Polynesian, now there are okay. people who say that you can order it and have it brought to like Trader Sam, but I haven't tried it. You can actually order room service. It's There's a name for it. What's it called, Shelby? Oh, I forget. A friend of ours did it with her kids and her husband. I can't remember what it's called, but basically you call and order this. It's something feast or something, and, and it's all of the Ohana. So they bring you the juice, uh, the pog juice. Um, they bring you rolls and salad and um, the potstickers, the veggies, the noodles, the chicken wings. They bring you meats and they bring you the dessert. It's like like twenty dollars or twenty five dollars a person, and you get all of the same thing. Really? But it's not like all you can eat like Ohana is. No, you just get what they bring you, but still. Right. Oh. Yeah. So we ended up eating at Ohana. Is why. I don't like bread pudding, but I do like the ice cream with, like, the caramel sauce they put on there. And let me tell you, my server was super confused, and I was like, can I get extra ice cream with just the caramel sauce? I don't want any more bread pudding. And he was like, what? I'm like, I just want ice cream and the sauce. He's like, so, no, you do not want the dessert. And I said, no, I just want the ice cream with the sauce. Here we go. Polynesian Twilight Feast. And it is $60. But it feeds four people, right? Yeah. No way. So instead of being like two people, what that would do. Yeah. Instead of feeding, well, Ohana's like what sixty dollars a person. Yeah. Well, no, it's sixty dollars per person over ten, twenty dollars nine and under. Okay. Yeah, but I think Shelby said that she. Another Shelby. Yeah. (laughs) They they only ordered for two people. I feel like, and it right because it was a lot of food. Yeah. I thought it was less than that. Well, that doesn't make any sense because you might as well go to Ohana. And... Might as well go to Ohana. Hey, let me tell you, though, Polynesian's got a great room service menu. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, they're not yeah, messing around over there. No, I will double check for you. Do you get a Lapu Lapu brought to your room? Uh, oh. I don't even want to know that, I guess. Right? Uh, I wouldn't yeah. leave my room. I know. Well, they're not even doing room service right now, so it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I'm not likely to be able to afford a Polynesian either, but I need to know. Yeah, no, right, me neither. No bread pudding. No lapu lapu. No lapu lapu. Not uh, listed on this menu anyway. Get my own lapu lapu. Oh yeah, we always do. I and I like it in the pineapple, but if you have a dining yeah. plan, it's included as your alcoholic beverage. If it's not in the pineapple, if it's so not I just in get the it. With, yeah, so I just get okay, it. You slip them like an extra five bucks and have them put it in a pineapple. Right, and put it in a pineapple. Yeah. Or you can get a lapu lapu and a pineapple and then get, and then I like get the, su- the sunrise too is really good <laughs> you could use your dining plan for the refill right oh that's true too just, you know just plop it in this here same pineapple yeah they'll send you you can get a beer flight yeah a yeah kona, kona beer fl- flight as room service oh that's nice Nice and wines and stuff, but that's pretty cool. I'm I'm reading about the Twilight Feast, and it says, um, "Oh, I'm gonna say this is mine was all ears, and it was 2019." So, yeah, this was Disney Food Blog, and it was 2019, but it says that it 
like, um, well, they have two Diet Cokes on the tray, but I don't know if it, I mean. <laughs> two Diet Cokes. all this stuff. Uh, they order that. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like it would probably feed, like, you wouldn't have a ton left over or anything, but it, it sounds like they split it between the two of them. If she said if you split it between the two of you guys. I still would like one order, order of it. Yeah, one order. Because it says they got four pork dumplings, two wings. Stir fried teriyaki uh, noodles, sweet and sour chicken, no. spicy grilled <laughs> peel and eat shrimp. Hey, that's, I just that was to the yeah. death. So of I mean, the you definitely. Wings. <laughs> Somebody's going in the lagoon. <laughs> Come on. Uh-uh. It says it's possible you could be. Uh, you could ask some modified servings to get more chicken wings and fewer dumplings and see if it works. But oh my god, we'd be stabbing each other over dumplings. Yeah. There'd be no way. <laughs> and I don't even eat a lot. Like, but still that would just totally Oh the ice know. cream they brings you they bring you the bread pudding in the sauce and they bring you a pint of Hagen Doss ice cream. Oh that's nice. There you go. Of, oh, then yeah. you can have your ice your ice cream's right there. You don't have to yeah. even have it touch the bread pudding. Oh, that's cool. The a la carte. Oh that's fan. Yeah. I know me too. No. <laughs> just me. <laughs> dang dang COVID. <sighs> ruining our lives someday oh. so do you guys still have do how's your as far do, are you still planning for people yes. that are going like now yes how is that because there's so much less to plan right. but I actually, yeah i actually have clients arriving the 16th to the 24th and i did their itineraries and i want to hear back to them what it's like crowd wise yeah. Well, I told them too. I said, well, I did. They're, they're coming from Oregon, so they're mainly Disneyland people. So I did. Um, they're only going to Magic Kingdom one day. So I kind of, I did, I did, I, I split. I always split it by, like Samantha said, I always split it by land. So I did uh, Ventureland, Frontierland, and Liberty Square. That's one itinerary. Then Fantasyland was another. Tomorrowland was another. And then I did one that was. All the rides that are at Disneyland, so you could, if you want to compare and contrast, like you know. So, um, and I told them, obviously, it's not set in stone, but all their itineraries are just very like they're a little bit more basic than what they would be if there were fast passes involved and there was no um, capacity limitation in the parks. And I and I told them that, and I said, even though you know Thanksgiving, it was busy. It wasn't like last year Thanksgiving, yeah. so you know, keep that in mind. It's going to be a, it's going to be busy, but it's not going to be as busy as it could be. And then this way, you know, you could do whatever you want. Like maybe you don't want to, you know, check keep checking the wait times and just be relaxed and you know just enjoy. And that's what they're yeah. But they're there for a week, so yeah. I mean, it's just it's just less well, and it's different because like Magic bands are now paid. So yeah. you have to pay for them. And it's the end of the year and they've yet to announce what people are supposed to be doing in lieu of Magic Band. They, the, all they keep saying is there's going, in 2021, there's going to be a new program announced. Okay, well. I think they're just going to give them the cards, like the old school. Right. So, you know, I don't, I tell people, I'm like, if you'd like to order Magic Bands, let me know. Because they're, they start at $5 a piece. So the majority of my clients are regulars. And so they're like, oh, we already have Magic Bands. We don't need new ones. And then I have one who's like a diehard. They go every three months. And so she's like, oh, I already ordered them. Like she's ordered them before I've already even gotten to down my checklist, you know. And then yeah. you still have to do Magical Express, but they're, you know, a lot of times you know, they're not sending luggage tags out right now. So you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about Fast Pass and dining. 
I've just been sending people like a, a list of available restaurants. For That's what I did. And yeah. then I let them know if anything, if they want anything to let me know, but this is what the current offering is. Not because I'm trying to be lazy, but because there's just not a lot to choose from. So it's not really right. worth, you know, sending them all the packets and paperwork and stuff that we usually do. I, I did mean, that on their, yeah, I did that on their Epcot itineraries. I put all the available because they don't have a, di- you know, there's no dining plan and they didn't have any reservations. They just want to do quick service. So I did that too. I put all the available yeah quick service locations that are open because they're not all open no mouse life's theme music provided by shadows of life 